Hello, and welcome to another episode of Give Us This Day Our Daily Lou. Well, I'll read a piece out of the Bhagavad Gita and have some thoughts on it. Hope you're having a lovely Thursday. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. If someone you love died today, celebrate them. Don't let your ego get in the way and ruin things. Now... Today I'll be doing a back-to-back shloka, two in a row to finish the chapter of self-realization, because they also just go together, I believe. So here we go. As rivers flow into the ocean, but cannot make the vast ocean overflow, so flow the streams of the sense world into the sea of peace that is the sage. But this is not so with the desirer of desires. Second shloka. They are forever free who renounce all selfish desires and break away from the ego cage of I, me, and mine to be united with the Lord. This is the supreme state. Attain to this and pass from death to immortality. I'm going to do the first one first, talk about that, and go to the second one second, talk about that. As rivers flow into the ocean but cannot make the vast ocean overflow, so flow the streams of the sense world into the sea of peace that is this age. But this is not so with the desirer of desires. So, I think most of us know rivers and oceans, right? Rivers flow into oceans. A river is of an ocean. All of it comes from the ocean. So if a river's flow into the ocean but cannot make the vast ocean overflow, so the flow streams of the sense world into the sea of peace that is this age. The sage lives within the sense world without being consumed by it, lives indifferent to it all, just is. Because as the ocean cannot be overflown by the river, for the river is of the ocean, the sense world is of the sage. You understand? Because if all is of within, till the sage understands such, steeped in the wisdom of such understanding, of what there is even to be understood within the intellectual thought of the mind. The wisdom steeps deeper to that which cannot be fathomable to the fathomable mind. So as the world does what the world does, it's the creation from within. And when one understands such, then it's all of it. It's all of the world. It's the sage understands that the world is of the sage. The sage is of the world. The paradox of it all. You know, the one and the two to the two and the one type of shit. And the rivers, they flow to the ocean. They are from the ocean. The sense world will flow through the sage because it is of the sage, not creating the sage. As Jesus said to be in the world, but not of the world, if that's your flavor. But this is not so with the desirer of desires. Because if you're constantly living in that desire world, you are of it. It is creating you. Your quote unquote free will of choice of action is actually dictated by the preconceived ideas of what must be done to get to what must happen. Because the desire is so strong and then one is like jailed or 
chained to the desire. Can't break free. And then all of what comes with such, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> they are forever free who renounce all selfish desires and break away from the ego cage of I, me, and mine to be united with the Lord. This is the supreme state. Attain this and pass from death to immortality. This is actually, this is what's wow, the world is fucking nuts. But so last night I watched this documentary called Delt about this blind magician who's also a black belt in karate, a fascinating individual. He goes blind and he <laughs> refuses to admit that. Now, it made him succeed in the material world. Money, fame, at least in the magician world, you know. I didn't know who the fuck he was until, but in that world, he is God. Uh, the best, really. And when you learn about his shit, it's called Delt, if you're into it on YouTube. Amazing. Richard Turner, I believe homeboy's name is. Anyway, his desires to be on, to, 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 to not have weakness, because that's what his shit was. Blind was weakness. He couldn't admit it. He didn't want to tell people. He was that good at being a magician that people didn't know he was blind until they were told. Like, it's really card. He called himself a card mechanic, but point of it is, but this is not so with the desire of the desires. They are forever free who renounce all selfish desires and break away from the ego cage of I, me, and mine. He was miserable up until, I think, in his 60s. <clears throat> now, not in the sense that he sat there and did nothing all day. He used it to drive him. He could never stop moving. That's how he got so heavy in the cards. Because it's something he could feel, he could touch. He constantly had to keep it going, that energy going. He could not stop. He was climbing cliffs. He was doing everything most people with eyes don't fucking do. He was doing it all. He was running. And he had all this fame and all this stuff. He had a son who just didn't want to be his fucking watchdog anymore. And they would start, you know, forcing his son to do things. You could tell damn right the kid don't want to do it. Creating strife, even with his wife. When he just be so relentless on this idea of there's no weakness, I'm not blind. Because it got to a point where he was full-blown, like, there's no difference between eyes closed, eye open, <clears throat> eyes open blind. And he was very dependent, but he would refuse that. And it's, if you live, if you're thinking in the material, you're like, oh, he, he's the best, though. He's the best, he's the best, he's the best. He wasn't truly happy with himself until, it's so cool in the documentaries, they show it the year later, where he came to the realization of him being blind, when he finally started like admitting to it and talking about it, it was helping others a lot. It, they looked at, he could, he didn't understand that. He looked at it as being a weakness. And when others would say blind, he'd be like, what's the big fucking deal? He didn't, he thought of it as he was being weak and he didn't want to be labeled with being blind. Like when he won, he got his black belt in karate. It made the newspaper in the sports section, I think in Cali who he was, and he didn't show no one because it said blind man or whatever. And he hated that. And it's not until he realized that he got over Ready? He got over his, his, his re, he renounced all the selfish desires and break away from the ego cage of I, me, and mine. Why am I blind? Why is this happening to me? Smite me, oh smiter. And let me use that now to fuel the fire to say, fuck all you, right? In this material world, we think that's beautiful. Look, it made Jordan, it made all these things. Oh, the glamorous world. Cool, right? But homeboy was not happy. He was a demon. It's running, running until he finally faced it. And then he was able to really use, utilize it. He made a new, like scream, not screenplay, like a play thing on in Vegas, I believe, Hollywood, California, actually, where it's his life story told over a game of cards that he does. And he admits the blindness, makes jokes of it. Now he's finally free and dancing, has a great relationship with his son, better with the wife, 
you know, because he finally realized he got out of the way of himself saying, I am blind and say, wow, look what was given to me. He finally said it. It's a blessing to me because I was able to do all this and show everyone that the limitations we think we have, we don't have. The idea that one is blind, they can't do this, 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 and this. Like he refused to learn Braille for his whole life because he didn't want to admit he was blind, you know, and you could see there's a scene in the in the, sh the show where he's talking to this like 12 year old blind girl and he goes, yeah, I never want to learn Braille or this stuff. And he makes a joke about it. And she goes, well, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Like she, she made it like, what's the big deal? And he, you could see in his face, he was like, damn, like some boy's 60 something years old, the best card mechanic to exist next to the guy who like created die something. I don't want to disrespect homeboy genius. I think Canadian too. You cocksuckers are so good at what you do. Huh? Um, and he fucking, what was I just, because uh, he can't get to my mind at this. I think I'm pretty scripted. I love how much I love him. The rest is bullshit. doesn't matter, you know? Um. Oh, so you realize, like, he, he was tortured soul. And with all this quote-unquote success of the material world, he had a beautiful home, all this artwork that he couldn't see it, I don't, whatever. You know, all this stuff. But he was miserable. And the people around him were starting to feel really, he's like his, his son couldn't wait to go to college. Get it. Like he just, you, you see it, watch the documentary. But the point of it is, I'm just trying to relate what this book is saying, the Gabagavat to the real world, you know? Because he was so stuck in what should be in these ideas in an I sense and me sense. And he was a tortured soul until he relinquished that and realized it's a blessing. And now he's kidding me now. That's how you want to go when you're going to go. Not resentment, not what ifs, not could ofs, and all this other bullshit we do. That's what our work needs to be done, I think, you know. As rivers flow into the ocean, but cannot make the vast ocean overflow, so flow the streams of the sense world into the sea of peace that is the sage. But this is not so with the desire of desires. They are forever free who renounce all selfish desires and break away from the ego cage of I, me, and mine to be united with the Lord. This is the supreme state attain this and pass from death to immortality with the completion of chapter two self-realization i thank you as always for tuning to wlou the smooth sounds of the bhagavad gita